Welcome to the second episode of The Nest Show, the podcast that brings you insights into the crypto market, trading and investment experiences, and what we're looking forward to as we navigate this space together. In this episode, we're jumping into the fray of what is quite possibly the most important topic over the lifetime of a trader, trading psychology. It may not sound as sexy as topics like gem hunting for 100x gainers or auto trading to make money in your sleep, but psychology or the subtle operating system that dictates the behavior of each trader will indeed inform whether or not a trader puts themselves in a position to capitalize on these amazing opportunities to begin with. We are very excited to dive into this topic with our in-house experts and hope that you get as much out of it as we do. Once again, thank you for joining The Nest Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. What The Nest Show is. This is a podcast brought to you by the Bird Nest community, an independent crypto and forex-centered trading community built to sharpen each other in capturing opportunities in the market, all while protecting capital along the way. What this is not trading advice. We are not financial advisors, and you should not regard any information here or in the Nest Club as financial advice, and you should always consult a licensed financial advisor before making financial decisions. I'm your host, Ben, joined by my co-host, Sponge, and we are once again joined by our esteemed leader, Crypto Burb. And I'd like to give a quick shout out to Burb, who just passed stage one of the Chartered Market Technician Association, all done to improve the quality and skill of his depth as a technical analyst. Well done, brother. Today is an exciting show, and as you heard in the intro, we've got a lot to get into. With that, it's my great pleasure to introduce our featured guests, Cetified and Jimmy. Cetified is currently a PhD candidate in psychology and psychological leader at the Burb Nest, where she conducts personalized trader-specific sessions. She mostly takes a cognitive behavior approach to help clients with their trading psychology, and this is informed by years of clinical experience in a psychiatric hospital practice. Jimmy is a certified NLP coach, a Burb Nest team member, and takes pride in helping Nest Club members realize the right mental framework for optimized trading outcomes. Thanks for being here, everyone, and welcome to The Nest Show. Cetify, what's going on? Yep, all's good, going well. How's it going with you? Very good. I'm in LA here, and the weather is fine. Nothing to complain about. What about you, Jimmy? Well, I'm fine as uh, well. Very excited to be a uh, part in this second podcast of The Burp Show. Hey, hey, hey. And Adrian, Sponge, how are you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. Happy to be here, as always. Adrian, you've had your nose on the grinder, man. Hard at work. Well done, brother. Thanks, mate. I mean, I'm doing great. And I'm extremely excited for this very episode. I honestly think, like, getting the full psychological approach is what every trader needs to actually build wealth in life. So I'm extremely excited and waiting over for this episode to roll in. Absolutely. And I don't think enough can be said on the importance of trading psychology. As we all know, the marketplace is indeed just a reflection of the greater psychology going on with uh, collective consciousness of sorts. You know, So mastering your own psychological approach is of paramount importance. Uh, Sponge, we appreciate you, uh, you know, preparing some of these questions and whatnot. What has been your personal approach with uh, trading psychology uh, as it relates to your automated trading. I mean, thankfully, that's taken a good bit of volatility out of out of your own headspace, huh? Oh God, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, algorithmic trading is just it's just uh, it's just amazing for that. I mean, you know, the, the whole system's automated. I don't have to. I don't even have to think. There are times where I'll 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 think about 
quite seriously front running my own system but then you just have to you know you have to overcome those fears and feelings and uh and just sit back and let let the algorithms take over oh the joy of not thinking it's great yeah right um well listen you, you've prepared some uh some great questions here and i know you have one for for jimmy starting off uh why don't you lead in with that sure i'd love to jimmy could you give us a short introduction about yourself who you are and your experience in psychology and how that's pertained to, to your trading and, and to trading in general yeah of course um, well, I, I'm a team member of the legendary uh, Burke Nest, and my main focus is to help our members with creating and realizing the right mental framework, uh, which is needed to become successful in trading. I'm an NLP coach, so I mainly use NLP techniques. And by the way, NLP stands for uh, Neuro Linguistic Programming, meaning that uh, the subconscious mind is trying to help the conscious mind. I also combine this with some neurology, so actually neuroscience and psychology. And um, I love to help our members. Uh, honestly, it's a really rewarding job because uh, uh, by doing this, I'm helping our members with creating the right mental framework, which can boost their overall trading performance. And <coughs> there's an end. It also can help them in their personal life because it's all about emotions and how to regulate and manage emotions. So it's actually a double win. Yeah, too right. I mean, I'm sure it uh, you know builds someone up from the from the bottom. You can have a uh, a perfect working strategy, but the execution's just not there when your when your psychology is just not in the game. Um, how important would you say psychology is in in trading itself? You know, honestly, it's not the most sexy aspect of trading, and it's the most uh, overlooked aspect of trading. You know. Uh, the, psycho the psychological aspect of trading is extremely important without any doubt. It's all about having the right mindset, having the winner's mindset. <clears throat> and we shouldn't forget that the market is fueled by emotions. Uh, if you see a chart, we actually see emotions. And we also should be very honest, most traders are not successful at all. Uh, in Forex, 90% they lose money. In crypto, I haven't done any research, but I think it's maybe around 70-80%. So the, the problem here is we actually trade our beliefs and not the market. We often hear uh, trade what you see and not what you think. But many traders, unfortunately, they do exactly the opposite. Oh, yeah, it's very easy to look at the chart and, uh, and front run your own emotions and, and you know, just go outside of your own trading system. Um, we've all done that, I'm sure, every single one of us. Yeah, definitely. And we also shouldn't forget uh, that this industry is a 24-7 in uh, uh, industry. Uh, we don't need much physical skills to execute the trade, uh, am I right? You just need actually a simple click in a button and it's enough to execute, execute a trade, to buy or to sell, to long or to short. It's overall a mental game, and if we don't have the right mental framework, then we will not be able to succeed in the long run. Okay, you can win a trade or two, but in the end, it's all about the long run. And uh, because emotions, uh, they, they all take control over us. And the funny thing is, um, uh, most likely everybody who's listening now agrees with this, that emotions are the enemies. Uh, when it comes to trading but once they open a chart they forget everything and they continue with making the same mistakes over and over most of them they know fear and greed enemies but many of us and many of the traders they know they don't know how one to recognize them two how to regulate them and three how to manage these emotions and in fact, I'm convinced that um, mastering TA and FA, and I have a lot of respect for people who mastered those two, 
But I'm convinced that mastering these two is way easier than mastering ourselves. Because 90% of our actions, they, they come from our subconscious mind. So we're actually wired to do actions in a certain way. And the problem here is we are not conscious about that. So that's the big problem. Yeah, that's true. I agree. I think that's, that's a very good point. And uh, I think one thing that trading probably teaches us all as we, as we go through and become more experienced is that we have to, we have to deep dive into our own personality, into our own psyche and, and really sort of confront those, those uh, pitfalls where, where it comes to emotion. Because humanity, you know, our greatest uh, strength as, as, a, uh, as a race is, is our emotion, but, but it's also a, a huge pitfall when it comes to making, you know, timely decisions in, in trading and following strategy. I tell you guys, uh, speaking truth to power here, I, I love what I'm hearing here. Um, just to jump in for a minute, it is so fascinating to me because, you know, with the market uh, as being basically a reflection of collective psychology and personal psychology, um, if you don't know yourself at a very deep level, then you're really playing with fire because the market and especially leverage uh, provides um amplified opportunities for people to self-destruct. And as we see every day, uh, self-destructive behavior is, uh, is rampant. You know, it, it, in fact, you know, it could be said that, you know, if people just got out of their own way, then uh, so many personal problems and, and you know, societal problems would uh, evaporate, you know, over the course of a season, you know. Um, but it's, it's really fascinating because, People will get into the market and they think, oh, I got to learn TA or, oh, I got to learn FA. I got to uh, be tutored by this guru, uh, such and such. But really, you know, what the market becomes is a another platform for them to self-destruct because they don't know that they're hardwired to identify with victimhood or identify with fear or the kind of feedback and endorphin rush that being under the gun gives them. And if you don't know that that's where you draw your identity from, then you will subconsciously and unconsciously and even consciously continue to propagate these patterns of losing or of eating your own gains or of just scraping by where indeed you have the physical tool set to really thrive. So I, I can't speak highly enough about, you know, Jimmy, what I think uh, you and Cedified are bringing to the table here. It's the most valuable thing that a trader can equip himself with, as well as, uh, you know, their own personal human journey. So kudos. Yeah, 100%. Um, and uh, you know what the, uh, the best thing about training psychology is? It's, um, you, you can master it. <clears throat> it. It's not easy. It takes some time. It, uh, also some efforts. But it's, some, it, it, it's really possible. You can realize this. Uh, one of uh, the quotes of Dr. Joe Dispenza, who's, by the way, a well-known brain scientist, very famous. Uh, one of his statements is, uh, your personality creates your personal reality. And this is also very true when it comes to trading. Uh, we can change um, uh, to, to become better in trading psychology. But... There's also a problem here, Ben, and this is an ego problem. There is also an ego problem when it comes to trading psychology. And the thing is that some people, I would say almost average, says, 
But wait, I have a master degree, I work as a lawyer, I'm a business consultant, I studied at one of the uh, top-rack universities at Stanford, Cambridge, I have the brain power. Yes, he or she, she might have the brain power and a very high IQ, very knowledgeable, very smart, smart very bright. But this will not serve you at all when it comes to trading because you need a mindset, <clears throat> a different mindset. And especially people are really control-minded and uh, people who want to rationalize everything, they, they have actually a handicap because emotions can't be rationalized. Mm. And having a trade mindset needs coaching, it needs training, it needs, you need to be honest to yourself. And at BirdNest, we help our members with this. Amen, Jimmy. I am loving what I'm hearing. And I think that all of our listeners and everyone on this call definitely can speak to this from personal experience. I can relate to it in, in my own uh, trading experience definitely more than I would like to and wish that I had learned a lot of these lessons much earlier on. That's right. Seedified, yeah. So it's great to have you with us. Um, so I just wanted to ask you, what, what do you think it takes to become more disciplined when trading? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I guess with discipline, um, it comes with, again, I think a, a lot of it comes from uh, emotions and regulating emotions because as human beings, um, emotions often take over and it's a part of you. And of course, um, you can't get rid of it entirely. Uh, and one way is to regulate it. Um, and the best way to do so is to always have um, a trading plan. So right from the get-go get to always um, have in mind to plan um, when you should take on the trade, when you should step, um, uh, set your stop losses, and when you should take profit and stick to it um, and not let your emotions or greed or you know, fear of missing out take over um, and you know, try and test, it, test this out by journaling it um, um, over time to see if it, it works for you uh, with such a trading plan. Perhaps you might need to tweak it along the way. Um, but the most important thing I, I really think is to stick to your uh, trading plan and not see trading as um, a hobby. Um, if you have that perception as trading as a hobby, um, you're less likely to want to um, um, stick to your trading plan and learn more as you go on and improve. And you're also less likely to put in the time and effort uh, to do so. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like backtesting a trading system or a strategy itself. I think... Um, there's a definite importance to uh, to as much as much as there is to backtesting a system is is to backtesting yourself and and like you said journaling is hugely important um, your feelings at the time of the trades like you know your your wants and needs and whether you whether you wanted to actually get into that trade logically speaking when you when you sort of look back in hindsight or whether it was an emotional call um, would you say uh, money management is is a part of psychology? Would you say, obviously leading on from what you said there, as trading as a hobby, would you um, would you argue that playing with smaller amounts of money at first would uh, would help a person psychologically? Yeah, that definitely is, especially after you you have had um, you know successful losses and stuff like that. Um, for some people, maybe um, not even dabbling with you know small amount of money, uh, you can even start with paper trading. 
in the beginning. But um, as we know, paper trading doesn't involve emotion, so it does not work for everyone. So really starting out with um, really small amounts um, to see uh, um, um, and really just get back to the basics and then sort of retweak your strategy um, and, and not thinking about actually, you know, making money. So the perception is getting your strategy right with such a small amount of money. Um, and because, you know, my money comes from implementing a strategy as well. Um, and slowly, um, once you rebuild your confidence, you see that you are getting it and your strategy sort of clicks together. Um, your confidence gets better. Uh, the money will come naturally without being forced uh, along the way. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, a personal strategy of mine that I, I implemented some time ago was to uh, to not actually look at money at all. I, I don't even uh, look into the... The, the financial side of things when I look at my profits or losses I just look at it as a percentage and I've tried to sort of direct my, my attention away from from the financial side of things um, I don't know if that would be something that, that people could uh, could find useful or not yeah uh, definitely um, that, that that is one one tip that I did I started you know having successful losses I think that's always a good uh, way to get yourself going Again. Yeah, I love the notion of gamifying the system because money in and of itself has so much emotional energy attached to it. And I think that when you can divorce yourself from that emotional engagement, it just makes trading more fun and it makes it a much more fruitful venture. Now, Cedified, I have to brag on you for just a moment because uh, I, like so many other members of the uh, uh, Burbness team, have been uh, quietly and not so quietly impressed with uh, your work in trading therapy and the module service that you provide for our community members there. Can you tell us a little bit about what a new trading therapy client can expect with the onboarding process with you and kind of the uh, preliminary journey of of what the uh, main profile of your clients looks like and, and kind of where you take them uh, over the course of time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, right now um, we have a really a small group of traders, and um, these are these are traders who are really motivated in wanting to uh, make a change in their trading psychology. So um, most of this mem uh, most of these members actually have the will uh, to want to change this. And what we do is to get together um, every week for about an hour, where I just pick a topic. It could be something on losing money. Um, and then we just ask um, everyone to sort of share their experiences. And um, members really enjoy this as it really helps them to process um, and evaluate and, and just think and reflect about the previous mistakes that they have made. And then often it, um, they come to awareness of, you know, of what is needed to improve um, with regards to themselves. And they really like talking about it. And you know, thereafter, I usually conclude by providing tips on uh, particular problems uh, and then we will discuss this further. Um, and this is something that's uh, very unique, um, that is not provided anywhere else um, in any other crypto uh, communities uh, out there um, in the world where, you know, tr um, members can gather together and we try to create this really safe environment, which is really therapy-like to really chat about your problems. And then during these sessions, I try to help them overcome, you know, any of the problems that they have. Um, and other members as well try to chime in and give their two cents worth as well. So at the day, at the end of the day, we learn a lot from each other. 
and we grow together as traders and as, as the same goes, you know, together we are stronger. So it really makes it really um, enjoyable for everyone um, in the group um, to actually learn and grow together uh, as traders. Not to be a shill, but I'm, I'm just, you know, so uh, proud of uh, the work that you continue to do there. And, and all I got to say is our, our community members are lucky to have you. Thank you so much. It's my privilege to serve the members as well and to help them. Cedify, thank you very much for that um, that valuable insight. That was that was great information for all of us. Um, Jimmy, moving over back to you. Um, I see that you posted a poll on Twitter a few days ago, um, and in that poll, you asked people to vote for their biggest psychological trading issues. What was the outcome of that poll, and and what would be your expert response to those results? Well, yeah, uh, I did a poll on Twitter. It was a tight one. Uh, most people they voted for greed and indecision, but slightly more votes for indecision. And because of the limited time we have, I would like to discuss something about indecision. And when I think about indecision, I'm thinking about dopamine overload of information, conflicting information, and analysis paralysis. <clears throat> now, the thing is, we all use technology, right? Uh, but most of us, we, we haven't learned yet how to use it in a balanced way. Most of us, we are overusing it, um, traders and non-traders. So we, uh, you and me, we are basically information. Uh, we are a storage of information because our brain is actually a storage of information which has, which has happened in the past. <clears throat> and we are accessing information for all kinds of purposes. So we are also accessing information for trading purposes. Uh, but many of us, we can't break the romance when it comes to our devices. So actually it owns us instead of the other way around. Do you agree? I do, yeah. Would you, um, would you say that, that applies to, to screen time as well? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, um, it, it applies on screen time. Um, but the thing is, it, it, it feeds us, right, with information. But we, uh, on the other side, we also love connection. We, uh, in the end, we are human. Uh, we love tribe, we love to be part of a group. <clears throat> but overdoing this uh, brings this problem with it. There is a release of dopamine in your brain. It's actually a pleasure chemical, a reward chemical. And if you're overdoing it, and if you're obsessively engaged in trying to find the information, then the reward system gets activated in the brain and you start to release too much dopamine. And if you're starting to create too much dopamine, uh, the receptors actually, your brain can't absorb it, absorb it anymore. So actually, there's an over amount of dopamine, and, and this um, this brings the following problem: the it's like your brain it starts to re recalibrating to such a high level that it eats more dopamine, and then you get this problem: walk outside, watch sunset, the social conversation, dinner with friends is way too slow. Because we are overstimulated. And this is a big problem. We call this, and you, you can't forget this word, but you're allowed to forget this word, anhedonia. We, we don't uh, enjoy uh, other things because lack of dopamine. The receptors, they get, um, how do you call it, desensitized. They, uh, they shut down. And if we keep uh, shifting our attention, which consumes a lot of energy from an email to another text message to Discord to Telegram to CoinMarketCap, Binance, BitMEX, WhatsApp, um, a trading view, and now there's also TikTok, Instagram. And what we are practicing here is 100% detrimental to our mind and body. 
because we are practicing a short attention span. Our focus is fragmented and then it's hard to learn and then it's hard to absorb information to make the right decision. We only crave for instant gratification, quick pleasure, we want to be stimulated. <clears throat> and combine this then with uh, an overload of information. It's like you're really fragmented, you have absorbed a lot of information on Telegram and on Discord, on Internet, uh, YouTube, and you name it. And the misconception here is knowledge is everything, knowledge is good, um, knowledge is power. But it's not always power, because too much of it can lead to analysis paralysis. We, at, at that moment, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to decide. And remember, this trading game is a mental game. And then the danger of decision fatigue come, kicks in. We're getting tired. We don't know what to think. We're seeing conflicting uh, calls. People are calling, hey, Bitcoin goes up. People are saying, no, Bitcoin goes down, buy now, sell now. It's all conflicting. And this won't serve us in, uh, at all. Yeah, I have to say that that speaks especially to the crypto market, as, at least as I experience it. Because, you know, as it is an emerging market, and especially as so many young and new traders have uh, come to identify uh, and, and really engage with this market, um, I think that it goes hand in hand with the, you know, 24 hour stimulation cycle, you know, just like Forex markets where, you know, the, the market never sleeps. And, you know, even all the programs and platforms that we use to disseminate information in the market are all, you know, uh, gamified on that uh, dopamine reward system, you know, the same as Google and Facebook uses to keep you coming back for more. And it takes more and more stimulus to exact a reaction and a response. You know, and, and I think it's fascinating, even looking back on, um, you know, 50 years uh, back over the course of, of human evolution, you know, where you mentioned that, you know, sunsets and witnessing social interactions, you know, would have been, you know, some of the big kind of blips on the radar, not to mention, you know, industrially uh, processed sugar. Uh, but, you know, one of the one of the big evolutionary uh, stimulus was eye contact, you know, human eye contact and how you know, holding someone's gaze would would kind of make the heart flutter, so to speak, you know. But uh, these days we we are so you know, tuned into uh, the Black Mirror or uh, any other, you know, source of, of stimulus that I think that it behooves all of us to get back to the roots, resettle. You know, I, I cover a little bit in uh, the fitness about dopamine fasting and kind of uh, resetting your, uh, your norms. But uh, I think it's, it's paramount to successful trading, you know, to have a clean baseline and really start from uh, a healthy balance point. That's exactly um, true. It's it's actually it's also an addiction because the the, the problem with dopamine is uh, you need you need more to feel the same pleasure. So you you, you need you need, you need to increase uh, um, finding information. You need to um, it it actually becomes an obsession. And uh, combine all those things, this um, overload of dopamine, overload of information, 
leads to analysis paralysis. And then, once people are stuck in this uh, indecision phase, they are also really sensible uh, to uh, execute an impulse of trade, which is, of course, not wise to do. Absolutely. And I, I feel like we've covered so much at this point that you know, we're at a really clean point to open it up to kind of a wider psychology view. And Adrian, I know that you have so much experience with, you know, various community members and Twitter and, you know, some of your uh, travels and uh, and uh, meetups and, and speaking engagements where you really interact with uh, so much of the spectrum of the community. You know, what have you witnessed uh, in yourself, you know, and in your journey with the community as far as the way that trading psychology plays into success or, or dissolution? Well, sure. So, uh, you know, I'm personally not a professional, you know, psychologist, just like our friends, uh, you know, Amy and, and Jimmy. While um, what, I, what I can say, like, from my experience definitely is that, you know, the whole market, the entire market is driven by two emotional states, as a matter of fact, which is the fear and the greed, right? So these are the main drivers. And now uh, when you feel over, you know, self-complacent very often with your positions, right? With your, I don't know, you're, you're just feeling that, damn, I'm just good at this shit like so much, right? I, I'm so good at it. I'm so good at it. I like everything in the, it's just rising. Like my, my portfolio is getting like 24 hours a day, etc. So this is probably the time you should take your profits, right? And get the rest. No, uh, like otherwise, otherwise you very often miss, uh, miss the, you know, miss the good take profit points. The market starts, starts you know, pretty much to dump and keeps plummeting, you know, to just lower and lower, right? And you're just, you know, kind of like you're losing the faith in you that, okay, like, okay, I, I'm going to sell that, you know, to the next high, right? And, but it just keeps dumping and, and keeps dumping, et cetera, et cetera. And this is like a vicious circle, like this mobile effect that makes you later on selling perfect top, uh, sorry, selling, selling the perfect bottom, like a 90, 95% loss for to the entire portfolio. And this is, this is mainly the reason, you know, for, uh, for many factors that we've already like touched upon, right? Be it awareness, self-awareness, like your strengths and weaknesses, no having no plan whatsoever or strategy. Like you need to you gotta know your favorite technique or style. Now you also had to have to kind of like have emergency plans. I'm personally a huge fan of having an emergency plans to always be ready for whatever comes, right? Just around the corner and uh, so that you're not pretty much like surprised with what you're seeing. Uh, because again, that's an additional pressure and additional emotions, right? It's some some tension that you need to kind of like overcome, apart from external problems like managing the money. Uh, so we need to know how to relax. I, you know, I'm not quite sure if you have guys familiar with uh, Jakobsen's uh, or Jacobsen's. Damn, got to translate it from Polish, but he's not Polish though. Uh, relaxation techniques that you kind of like, you know. There are like a couple of sessions. It lasts like a half an hour and an hour that you, you just, you know, kind of like um, you, 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 you kind of like, you know, stretch your muscles and, you know, add, add some um, like chill, chill music to that, et cetera, et cetera. Go check it, check it out. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, but considering it, you know, like the, the perspective for trading being a hobby versus professional trading right these are like completely two uh completely two different perspectives and now uh, you need to like when you are a pro trader which means you are professionally 
uh, trading, right? This includes like you being focused, like just like, just like any other regular professional job. Now you need to be focused. Um, you need to stay focused with, with, with within your plan, within a consistency, et cetera, et cetera. So huge point to that is the patience, right? Which almost nobody has nowadays. I don't know, again, if you are familiar with the marshmallow test, uh, and I'm not talking about the marshmallow test by, uh, you know, by just building the tower out of, out of the marshmallows, but I'm talking about the one that Warren Buffett actually just goes, just proceeds with to spot like good potential um, people to work with, right? Some, some to make a good business. So the question is within this, let's say, experiment for uh, who manages to delay the reward that they get, right? So the question is whether you like to have one marshmallow right now, right? Or two marshmallows, two pieces, like in an hour or so. And uh, according to him, like the money he, he's, he's spending, the money he's investing in other people and in other brands and companies are um, only for those that actually pass that actually passed this test of two of just you know delaying the reward because when you delay the reward the greater it becomes right and uh, but it all is nothing when it comes to having no education too with regard to trading right because I'm I'm kind of like circling back and you can have and you can you have have a full awareness you can have you know you, you can know how it works for 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 trading like what to click and where and when etc but keeping it developed like constant progress right step by step you just go and develop see what suits you better and better uh just constant managing to to find better um better ways to to, to improve your your trading and that uh, also um, pretty much like corresponds well with um with why as well like why we why we lose money and then just like for how to stop it, because there are many people that, you know, have lost it, all their entire like savings, lifetime savings. They say their houses took some loans, etc., And they put it in some shady ICOs or in some shady, you know, exchanges that have completely no, like just tech, tech recent, you know, hex stuff, right? HEX. Like there are so many shady projects because of lack of proper and full regulations. Uh, for, for the cryptocurrency market that you can like easily get wrecked like within five minutes it's so easy and when you're not really caring about it then you you just you know pay your very wish you're just getting wrecked like in the nick of a time and having no stop losses right which makes you no which gives you no ability and no no like actual um basics for for any type of risk management so if you cannot really control your risk then, like, what are you even doing in this world, right? Uh, being over leveraged, like having no backup keys, like guys, just just like just watch what Peter Schiff just did, right? Like having completely no secure, like no two-factor authenticator, uh, no no backup seeds, keys, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This is all just begging for loss, right? Or like, I'm quite sure you do so. Uh, you do so as well, but I, I keep re I keep receiving like every day couple of DMs, couple of you know uh, messages, mails about oh, oh send us in, send us one ether, we just sent you back two, right? Like seriously, 
bumps and dumps, like shady ICOs. I remember, I remember there was one ICO, I believe that was uh, one of the first months during 2018, uh, that there was some ICO and they kind of like all in all disappeared with all the money, just leaving the blank page, blank website page <laughs> with, with one caption written in the upper corner, which was simply the penis. You said they left a penis up there. Took out all the, all the, all the damn money that they collected via you know, the ICO. And they just like exit scums like so so severely that it was so funny, uh, like sad and funny. Like you know, this is all risk. Absolutely, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Jesse Livermore. If you've heard of him, sure I did. He made it from from essentially zero. He started with a th like something like a thousand dollars playing leverage in the uh, in the um, trading shops, basically when it was uh, when it was all face to face sort of stuff. And he made it up to like a hundred million and then down to zero borrowed money back up to 100 million i mean it's just a massive roller coaster of emotions and and although we're not talking about the same level of money necessarily with with crypto traders i imagine um people are going through the same sort of thing and it it probably takes a hell of a lot to come back from a from a 95 or even a 100% loss um and leading on from that certified what what do you think are the um are the psychological reasons that people people can lose money you know particularly if they've if they've made large sums how how do you think it is that, uh, that that comes about. Yeah, um, uh, particularly if you uh, if they sort of um, have already made large sums, for example, um, they tend to want to overtrade because of this overconfidence they have had gathered, you know, through the successful trades, um, thinking that um, they are really good at what they're doing now, um, and disregard all trading rules and risk management that they have, and they start playing even larger position sizes. And, you know, neglecting things like putting a stop loss. Um, and that's when you can sort of lose all the profits that you have made in just in the wink of an eye um, overnight. Absolutely. Yeah, that overconfidence can be a, can be a real issue for, for traders. And I, I, I think um, certainly when you're, when you're at a level of success, when you haven't lost a trade in a while and, and you're on a serious run, it's always good to take a, take a step back, I think. And, you know, maybe even just, you know, a few days off, go for a walk, whatever it may, whatever it may be. Um, do you do you think these kind of things are beneficial? Do you think taking a break or reducing position size would be a, would be a positive factor? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing to do is always when you have had um, you know a, made some really great profits, it's always good to take a, a break for twenty four hours at least uh, to let these emotions that um, you know you're probably feeling really euphoric um, just based on that trade. And um, as we know, emotions are, um, you know, are volatile and um, you want to get it back to status quo and it needs time uh, to do so. And always taking a break uh, allows you to, um, to bring it back um, to equilibrium. And then you can sort of think rationally over your trades and not based on your gut feeling and rush into the next trade um, uh, moving forward. And of course, doing exercises as well also really helps um, to sort of clear your mind um, and take things off trading just for a bit. Uh, and you will come back feeling more refreshed and, you know, enter the um, market with a better perspective. Um, at the end of the day, in crypto, it is 24 hours. There will always be another trade. Totally agree. I think um, that very closely relates to what Jimmy was saying earlier about um, the dopamine fix and and in terms of what you said about, you know, if you if you catch yourself a large win, and uh, 
you've got that you've got that stimulus from from that large win and you've got that rush of dopamine and you know after a few few minutes few hours that's going to die down you're going to want to you're going to want to experience that feeling again and um you know certainly jumping back into the market is is a, is a terrible idea at that point when you when you've experienced euphoria i think definitely it's worth worth taking some time out like you said and um yeah you led on to a great point though with exercise i think physical exercise is something that the traders should definitely um, incorporate into their routine, you know, physical exercise and diet. I think, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to have to put this on to you and ask ask you as well. Would you think um, physical exercise and diet plays plays a, a sort of key factor in in psychology? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, physical exercises and you know um, what you're eating because if you are sort of um, just camping in front um, of your laptop or your system all the time. Um, you tend to want to, uh, you know, binge eat on, you know, snacks and things like that. And you neglect your uh, personal health and you um, just are hooked onto your screen for, you know, many hours a day and, you know, not thinking about, you know, doing anything else. And it's you sort of um, uh, lose perspective um, and just focus on that same trait. And, and you can really lose your mind if, if you see it just uh, jump um, up a few cents or down a few dollars and things like that, um, which can really play with your mind um, uh, and cause you to sort of press uh, the button to do something that you later regret um, down the road. Amen. And guys, I got to say, this has been such a fun topic and one that I'm sure that we are going to talk about frequently uh, as we move forward with this show, uh, as well as just among ourselves in, in discussion. And with that, I'd like to ask for closing thoughts from folks. Uh, any any takeaways that they'd like to uh, leave our listeners ruminating on as, as we progress throughout the day? And I'll start with myself and just say that uh, trading is nothing if not a mirror for your own psychology. And with that, I think it's important uh, to you know, learn from uh, the greats in, in history and recognize that an unexamined life is not worth living, uh, which is to say that if you're going to be in these markets and if you're going to be exposing yourself to all this volatility and all this risk and the reward, surely, you have to first look in the mirror and recognize who is coming to the table. Are you coming to the table as your hero? Are you coming to the table as your identity as a victim? Uh, because there are just too many opportunities for you to satisfy both interpretations, you know, and especially with these ICOs or with these scams or, you know, there, there are so many fly-by-night um, scenarios in, in crypto where, you know, you, you can definitely fulfill, you know, rags to riches back to rags uh, in, in the course of a week if you don't guard yourself and recognize uh, what it is that, that you're doing and what it is that you're trying to satisfy. Uh, what about you, Adrian? Uh, what would you like to leave our listeners with? Well, um, you know, there's not much um, more. I, I, I think that, you know, apart from what we've already said, I think this is a huge bank of knowledge that we've just shared. But in, all in all, I think, you know, when we, when we come up with, with solutions on how to stop losing, finally, then I would personally divide it into like two groups. Uh, and then the one would be the emotional, the emotional group or the emotion related group. And the second one would be the rational um, related, let's say, right? So 
for the culture uh, for the culture of trading or, or the emotion aspect, we need to be again aware of ourselves, uh, know our strengths and weaknesses. We have we have we need to have actual plan. We need to have actual strategy that we and actual goals that we are just striving towards. So um, the the actual patience, the education. While at the on the other hand, you have the rational related, which would be simply to be aware of of hacks, to be inside the community. Uh, with regard to know what's good, what's bad, uh, you know, it's so easy to get into some Ponzi scheme, into some pyramids, you know, schemes that you can just simply pour your money into the bottomless pit and never get it back, right? So um, another point is obviously use risk management, uh, stop losses, right? Um, plan plan the trades before beforehand. Now, not to use too much leverage, or I personally prefer to play spot cash markets instead of the leverage ones to reduce the emotional aspects. But this is very personal and depending on the actual characters, I think. Uh, have, always have, especially for crypto, the backup keys, right? Always make sure to protect your two, your, your wallets with two-factor authentication, etc., etc. Just make sure that your money is yours forever. Yeah, and one of the actual ways to kind of like boost one's trading while, you know, while being able to to minimize the losses is actually leading uh, via the way of uh, good fundamental analysis, right? So um, as much as cryptocurrency market is very risky itself, right, which can be considered high risk, high reward, uh, compared to some legacy markets like regular stocks or uh, or, or commodities, etc., um, it is extremely crucial, I think, uh, and definitive to know the good basics, the good fundamentals, and invest only in the project uh, that has these good fundamentals. Right? You know what I mean? So um, you know there are many of these. There are many of these, and there have been many of these so far. That uh, and there are the reason. You know, there is a reason why. Why, uh, let's say, there are a couple of coins that uh, keep keep it sustained for the top ten or top twenty of cryptocurrency markets for the capitalization, right? And uh, they used to be gems. They used to be gems, you know. The other day, they used to be under the radar, right? And they they became this top twenty or top ten or top five, whatever, uh, only because they delivered um, actual, you know, they followed. They follow the the actual values value models, right? That, that that they were offering at this time, and that they uh, followed uh, that they followed up on the promises. And uh, it's extremely um, it's extremely, as I said, crucial and important to know the good fundamentals for for any project. And uh, and still. It doesn't mean one should invest more than they can lose, right? Do never invest more than you can afford to lose. Uh, otherwise, you are just simply, you know, you, you can wake up poor, right? Uh, investing in some bottomless pit that cryptocurrency cryptocurrency market can be one that one day uh, for 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 some given coin. Um, so I definitely would not suggest putting too much money into gems, right? Into gems, into projects that are flying under the radar. Uh, that they are having great, awesome, fundamental values, uh, but nobody's talking about them, right? Uh, so I would definitely put more focus on sustaining the equity curve, sustaining the um, the actual, you know, balancing the portfolio in a way 
so that it the gems stand for only the part of, of your entire portfolio so that you don't really invest you go you don't go all in the, the gems right um, because they are they are gems for a reason they are flying under the radar which means nobody is trading them almost they are barely available next on stocks and exchanges I mean um, and hence you know they're they're very often poor liquidity they are very often um, you know just being mined just somewhere in the background in the in the quiet and then peace if you know what I mean and um, this way for uh, for the champs being you know extreme like total extreme um, of of how of you know of potential risk and potential reward given by and offered by by these types of classes I think that this could be mm, a great addition to to actually just see what we uh, what we have and then print out freely uh, for free on on the monthly basis in our bulletins right the Burbness bulletin uh, and uh, it is pretty much like you know uh, issued every every month uh, within usually within the very first week between the very first and the, then the second week of, of every month and we include them there uh, like heavily and thoroughly examined and then analyzed the fundamentals uh, for 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 our potential gems, right? And these all are potential 10x makers in the near future, right? Uh, because there are valuable projects that very almost nobody is talking about them, right? And uh, this is a great like if you if you if you want to know pretty much like your your next potential 10x or potential 100x, just like you know as much crazy as it sounds. When the, when the bull market comes for altcoins, finally, I, I don't see much reason why it couldn't fly like crazy, right? But again, it's you cannot really buy all of it and go all in and just expect it just pumps like crazy one day. If it happens, good for you, okay? And this this should be only some some fraction. So um, like this way, we you know we re we have reviewed in our bulletins such gems like. Yeah, like Cortex, right? C CTXC or Nizo or Vero or I don't know, like uh, I believe there was a Beam like at the very beginning, Bolt also, um, MITX, which is the Morpheus Labs amazing project once again. And our latest one, the Fear Network, right? FRM. Like these are only the examples. These are only the examples that uh, you can find in our bulletins and, you know, if you, if you're actually just struggling to find time to provide your full fundamental analysis by yourself, you can just go and enjoy our free content that we uh, that we produce monthly uh, for our for our followers for our, for our readers and viewers, uh, and simply we do that for you for free. So if if you like it, then just uh, make sure to 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 stay tuned every first or second week for a given month, and uh, you know always always shoot it. Uh, if you if you remind us on Twitter, so <laughs> you just make sure to follow uh, follow these threads that I'm posting, and you know all the research is done. So <laughs> for potential 10x makers, so that's I think pretty fair, right? And you you can get it obviously on theburbness.com/slash/bulletin whenever they are ready. Thanks, Adrian. Yeah, those are those are some great points. Um... Uh, you know, I've absolutely loved being a part of this podcast. Uh, psychology is an area that I'm interested in, you know, in regard to my own trading, but also in, in life. And uh, it's been a privilege 
to have Certified and Jimmy here to uh, to discuss you know some of these subjects, and it's it's just been consummately interesting. Um, a lot of what's been said reminds me of a, a phrase that uh, Professor Jordan Peterson wrote in his book, 12 Rules for Life. That's not a plug, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a book I love on, on psychology. Um, and that, that phrase is simply stand up straight with your shoulders back. And what that means is uh, is to take responsibility for yourself, your actions and, and your life. And, and it, it applies to all areas. And, and it certainly definitely applies to, uh, to trading in itself. And yeah, it's just, it's just been really interesting. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Jimmy, uh, over to you if you have some closing remarks. What I see in the market is that people, they tend to focus too much on making money. It's good to make money. But um, if they're over-focusing on the money aspect, this will allow them to abandon important risk management rules, such as risk per trade, uh, position size, leverage, uh, and these kinds of things. And... Uh, T uh, take care of your mental capital because if you're losing your mental cap capital then you're not far away from losing your financial capital they need to f move their focus to the right direction and, uh, and that direction should be the process so focus more on the process and not that much uh, on the end goal find a mentor because uh, as you all know, 90% of uh, traders, they lose money. They lose a lot of money. Also in 2019, a lot of people, they, they lost money. But if they had spent a tiny of that lost money on a mentor or a coaching, they wouldn't have lost that much. Thanks, Jimmy, for those remarks. I'll hand it over to Certified now. A couple of things that I would just like to uh, wrap things up. Um, so set realistic expectations on your portfolio growth in the year. Uh, many people, when they first start out, they would like to think that um, making a 100 to 200%, it's pretty normal in crypto. Um, but um, this is a long-term game with uh, um, trading. So set more realistic things, um, such as 30 or 40% for a year. And that's a, a really great um, step in sort of also... Um, helping you with the process of not just thinking about making money like um, what Jimmy has said. And another thing that I'd like to add on um, is that um, trading also doesn't have to be a lonely process. Um, talk to someone about it if you ever feel lost. And I'm always um, an advocate of talking about things. You, uh, you'll be amazed at just how talking things through will really help you process um, how you're thinking, your how your mind works, and to also get to know yourself better as a person. And it will really greatly contribute to your um, overall mental um, health as well. Amen. And of course, because I am a glutton for attention, I just wanted to add that uh, my dad always said, uh, leave it better than you found it. And I feel like where we can take that into our life as uh, traders, as well as our day-to-day -day lives, you know, how we do most anything is is how we end up doing everything, you know, so... So when you walk into a situation and and you can benefit yourself or, or benefit that situation, you know, then you'll be a better you'll be a better trader as a result. You know, so I want to offer that challenge uh, for everyone to to grow personally and to uh, and to put in the work, uh, both uh, at the computer and uh, and in your lives. I'd like to thank our guests and our listeners for joining our second episode of The Nest Show. Our guest today can be reached on Twitter, where the official team handle is at the Burb Nest. Burb is at crypto underscore Burb. 
Sponge is at SpongeCoinBob. Cetified is at Cetified, which is spelled S-E-E-T-I-F-I-E-D. Jimmy is at Jamal85. And I am Ben, or Tales from the Crypto, at BenjaminT1717. If you've appreciated the depth and breadth of what you've heard with us today, subscribe to our podcast and find our landing page at thebirdnest.com. We have a vibrant Discord community which acts as our central hub of operations, and we welcome you to join us at thebirdnest.com slash discord. We also offer an extensive free monthly bulletin on emerging crypto market trends, exclusive undervalued gem reports, and in-depth expert technical and fundamental analysis at theburbnest.com slash bulletin. We always appreciate engagement from our community, which of course means liking the video and subscribing to our page, where we insist on bringing you the highest quality content available. Also, we're happy to incorporate tips and topics from our listeners, where we invite you to comment below. This podcast is brought to you by The Burb Nest. Thank you, and trade on.